0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Kathy Dolan Schweitzer. She's the author of Health Well Done. It's great to have you with us.
1: Well, thanks so much for having me today. So, Kathy, Health Well Done. To what are you referring to? Well, health is a big part of all our lives, right? And well done means, in my industry, that we've built an environment that can service the patient and. Um, and the other thing, too, is in the corporate world, I mean, how many corporations are not too excited about the cost of healthcare? And they're really starting to offer wellness programs to their own um, employees. They're encouraging them to take care of themselves and prevent illness um, because it's actually less of a cost for them. And some of them are even looking to partner with healthcare systems and or build these small, um, I would call them almost like an integrative medicine center within their own headquarters. So where they offer massage, they might offer meditation, they might have a a room where employees can just go and be peaceful, just to name a few. Yeah. No, I have have a lot of friends who work in companies that offer these services. Yeah. So this is actually... um, you know this this book can help not only the corporate world, but it's 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 mainly geared to project managers and construction managers uh, in the healthcare industry. But as healthcare evolves, I'd imagine this relates to the C suite audience, well, the corporate nucleus. That's correct. Because health is continuous, right? So it doesn't mean that today, you know, we're here and working. It means that you know. We get up in the morning, and we're we're uh, we really want to take good care of our health. And as we go through the day, whether we go to see our doctor or whether we go into work, it's the same thing. So, Kathy, you mentioned your industry. So, tell everybody a little bit about
0: what you do and what you focus on.
1: I'm in the healthcare industry. We specifically build healthcare environments. All right. So, I work with people like architects, engineers, construction managers, and the Affordable Care Act. Um, over the past, you know, five to 10 years had made a lot of changes. I'm sure that you've been out um, in your neighborhoods as well as in the city and you've seen nothing but um, new uh, construction or renovations to um, the hospitals or the ambulatory care centers that are out there. Have you seen them? I've seen a lot of urgent care centers popping up everywhere. Okay. So with the urgent care centers, what's happened is that, the Affordable Care Act has increased the amount of people that uh, the health care industry services or takes care of or cares for. Mm-hmm. The Affordable Care Act has changed things. So it's no longer a matter of quantity. It's a matter of quality. That's what the Affordable Care Act is all about. What, they, what the government is looking to do is hold the health care um, industry accountable to make sure that the, the, the patient is taken care of right. in a quality manner. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. And so they've, they've pushed that so much so it ties into the healthcare industry's bottom line. Right. All right. So what that means is that there is something called an HCAP survey that all of us as patients, when we uh, go to a healthcare um, facility... And we are taken care of. Mm-hmm. What happens is we get sent a survey. Now, that survey is called an HCAP survey, and it is calculated across the country. That means that the healthcare systems will get a score. And based on that score, is how the healthcare systems will be paid. So, again, it fits into your bottom line if you're a healthcare um, you know, system. And how you take care of your patients. So the, the patients are taking the survey. So the patients are taking the survey. All right. Now, why does that matter? Right? It matters because of the fact that now the health care um, systems realize that they're almost become in the customer service business or more of a retail business. We have to be held accountable. They have to be held accountable. And they're being judged across the country. There's so many more transparent agencies that are publicizing this type of information. Did this not exist pre-ACA? It didn't exist as much, no. Okay. You know, and still there's a lot that that is becoming much more transparent, right, in today's world.
0: No, it's kind of like, yeah, in the world we live in, everything is online reviews. So it all makes sense that they should be held accountable. You know, you want you want to be getting the best service possible.
1: C suite radio.
0: So, Kathy, you know, you talk about this idea of a patient centered management approach to these healthcare environments. Does that mean that currently the approach isn't patient centered? Is, is that what you're trying to accomplish?
1: Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to accomplish because I believe 100% we should have a patient centered approach. You know, again, in our industry, sometimes we're in a hurry, sometimes we think, um, we think linear. We don't think about the patient. We actually want to get into the mechanics of building something and not think about, whoa, wait a minute, we got to step back. Who is this patient? And who is this patient not only in wellness, but in sickness? And then what do we need to learn about this patient? Are they tech savvy? And if they're tech savvy, then how do they want to have their healthcare delivered to them? You know, Do they monitor their health? You know, everybody's running around with a, um, an iWatch, you know, a Fitbit, etc. Are they tracking their uh, sleep patterns, their eating patterns? Why is that important? Because we as the healthcare system have to be able to have something tangible, something so that when they come in, they can download their information. And you and I, as the doctor, or you and I, as the nurse practitioner, can actually look at something on a screen and share that information because healthcare is becoming much more personal. And I think that's the message. And so, if it's becoming much more personal, then we, as the specialists in this industry, have to build healthcare environments that are much more patient centric. So, how do they do that? What are some of the sort of techniques that you're fostering here? So the first thing is to start with the intention
0: because
1: mm-hmm. that's really important. And as a project manager, you know, again, you're, you may be taking this on as a, te- as, as a, a project, let's say, and you didn't stop to say, you're saying to yourself, okay, I gotta, I gotta, build. where's my architect? Where's my engineer? Where's my, where's my construction manager? And I'm just going to build it. Like where's the blueprints? Where's this? Was that? Well, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You have to step back and you have to say to yourself, first of all, who is this patient? And then who's this patient in sickness and wellness? And then what are they actually going to need within this community? Because I, when I spend all this money to build this environment, it's got to be for a couple of years. So I'm not going to get a lot more money, you know, for three to five to 10 years. So I've got to think this through. I mm-hmm. have to have a vision, a right. big picture for this. The second thing is I really have to understand who needs to be on my team because, A lot of people think to themselves, oh, my God, I don't want to ask all those people because they're just going to drive me crazy. But healthcare (laughs) is a collaborative approach because you have to have blood tests. You have to have x-rays. You have to have, you know, there's a whole host of things that need to kind of come together. It's a very integrated system. And not only that, you have to understand how do you clean the environment? So, for example... If your workflow process is that you have to see a patient every four minutes. Right. Well, you've got to make sure that you get the um, people who are the environmental services people in to understand, well, they've got to get in and clean that room from four minutes. Well, what kinds of materials are going to work? How do they clean the room?
0: Is, that, so is, is there a gap there? Is that not happening right Sometimes now? that doesn't
1: happen. There's a big t- disconnect with that. Mm-hmm. The same thing with infections. I mean... When you think about that, we—I hate to even say this number—a hundred thousand people die per year in, from hospital-related infections. Right. Okay. So when my you th- grandma was one of them, so I can relate. All right. Mm-hmm. So you think about that, right? What could have prevented that? Well, you want to make sure that you have someone who is a specialist on your team who right. can give you that information, who can make sure. That there, you know, I mean, one of the things I used to work with infectious prevention nurses all the time, and their whole thing was making sure that that there was a sink within ten feet of taking care of a patient, mm-hmm. and they would do surveys to make sure that you washed your hands, doctors, nurses, etc., because that was a big part of fighting infection. Right. Now, again, it could be the little things, but making sure that you have the right people on the team is the first thing. So Kathy, what do you think is the biggest takeaway? Like when you sat down to write this book, what was your mission? I want the reader to... Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that uh, I want the the reader to take away is that we all want to have a a good quality of health, right? And that if you are a facilitator of building an environment, then you have a big responsibility. And your job is not easy, Believe me, there are a lot of parts and pieces. There's a lot of political wins and everybody's got their finger on the pulse. Right. But you have to take on that responsibility. And what I tried to do with the book or what I did with the book was make their life simple by giving them the HWD project management approach. It's simple. Right. Who's the patient? Who's the team and how does that team share wisdom and experience and work together to make sure that the environment services not only the patient, but the medical professional? Because you know something, if you take good care of the medical professional, then the medical professional is going to take good care of your patient. Right. And then last of all, I gave them a method or the process, because everybody in our industry loves process, how to take it from start to finish Right. What's the backbone? What's the structure? What's the the uh, the documentation that you need so that you keep everybody on track? So let's say, for instance, that you have a change. Let's say the political winds change or something or or a change from financial schedule or from, you know, from politics. Things will change. Things will change. We know that. You can go back to the three simple principles. True. All right. What's who's the patient? Has a team? work together. And then last of all, what is your process to take you from start to finish? Right. It's the team,
0: the patient and the project. And you really do. It's a great guide. And I love Kathy, you know, you're doing a great service here because this is about building healthcare environments and it's not a one size fits all type of scenario. And it needs to be discussed and enough people aren't doing it. And healthcare, like these urgent care centers, hospitals, foundation of our country, our society, health is everything. So Everybody's sort of you know doing this and doing that. You take an approach, an insider's approach, and you, you give a guide, and it's uh, it's very insightful.
1: And you know, as I said, you see so many people, so much building going around, right? So you got to figure that architects, engineers, construction managers are hiring more and more people, right? right. And so what's happening is these people are stepping into this industry and they don't have the experience. Right. There's and no they, how-to guide, d- but that's what no this is. And that's what this is doing. Yeah. This is really talking to those project managers and those construction managers out there who are possibly just starting out or possibly yeah. maybe they've been in the industry for many years. And they um, have decided they want to step into healthcare, Or let's say they're an architect and they decide, you know what, I want right. to become a project manager.
0: So such a great resource for for that group. So congratulations. Thank you. It's really Thank well you. done. Thanks for being really okay. well done. No fun okay. intended. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And if you'd like more information on the book, just head to our website. It's c Club.com, c-sweetbookclub.com, c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Tyron Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on
1: Bestseller TV. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.